Pasta saves the Bruins, and Bruce Cassidy wants the defense to play like what now? Welcome to a special bonus Sunday episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome to a special weekend episode of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Sunday, February 20th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube, so please hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed. You can follow the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. I'm a lifelong Bruins fan, been covering this team for various outlets for 17 years. And last night, the Boston Bruins earned a... 3-2 overtime win over the Ottawa Senators, thanks to uh, David Posternock, who tallied the winner, blasting it past Anton Forsberg off a sweet little pass from Taylor Hall. He has been a bit quiet as of late. He had gone four games without a goal after scoring 16 goals in 16 games back in January. Posternock said it has been a bit of a grind lately. Uh, but obviously nice to get the goal, big win for the team to end the road trip. Wasn't pretty, but they got the two points. Uh, the Bruins were up, uh, three, two, I'm sorry, two, one in this one in the third period, giving up the tying goal, uh, to Nick Holden with about four minutes remaining to push it to, uh, overtime. Um, the Bruins, you know, it was a bit of an up and down, well, mostly down road trip, let's be honest. Uh, they will only be home for one game before heading out to the West Coast. Uh, you know, they beat Ottawa last Saturday, but then lost in a shootout to the Rangers, lost the other night to the Islanders, and then book ended the road trip with this 3-2 uh, overtime win over Ottawa. They'll play tomorrow in Colorado, or against Colorado, and then head out uh, on a pretty lengthy West Coast road trip. We'll talk about that later in the week. Uh, Pasternak said, you never want to come back from the road trip without wins. Today was a big one. Really happy we got it done, but still work to do for the team. I think he's kind of saying that because they did go home between the Ottawa game and the Rangers game, so it felt like this was another little mini road trip in the midst of a longer stretch of road games. Pasternak said he got away from shooting the last couple of games, but at the same time, maybe uh, sometimes he feels there's a better spot to pass than shoot when there's not. And he really needs to, um, yeah, just focus on his strengths. And that is shooting the puck. Every player wants to score in overtime. Bruce Cassidy said, he needed that, to be honest with you. 
He was getting frustrated with his opportunities or lack of. Even some calls today look like he got roughed up a few times and didn't get a call. For a goal scorer, you don't want to go too long without hitting the back of the net. Um, with his shot in that spot, good play by Taylor. Uh, Taylor balanced shooting the puck tonight and looking to make plays as well. And he's doing that much better over the last couple of games. Now, uh, Brandon Carlo scored in this one, as did Jake DeBrusque. It wasn't clear if Carlo was going to play in this one because he did require stitches following the morning skate after being cut by Linus Allmark's uh, skate. But he did get in there. Uh, he did score. And he provided a bit of snarl, which Bruce Cassidy is looking for. And before we get into that, uh, just a quick word about Built Bar. This is the time of year that people have given up on their resolutions. But not me this year because of Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution to eat better because I actually enjoy eating Built Bars. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on some of the best tasting Built Bars. They're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy, not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow. They're all covered in 100% chocolate, and the kicker is they're good for you. High protein, low calories, high fiber, low carbs. Most Built Bars have about 130 calories, Four grams of sugar, four net carbs. Compare that to a candy bar, and it's just way healthier. They're all about the taste. At Built Bar, they make it delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Don't forget also to visit betonline.net. Football is over, but pro and college hoops going full steam ahead, as well as hockey, UFC. Uh, you can visit their website, get all the latest news, props, odds, even have some podcasts over there. Uh, and uh, yeah, betonline.net, where the game starts. <clears throat> now, earlier in the day, head coach... Bruce Cassidy said that he felt the Bruins have a lot of nice guys on the team. Uh, we need guys to be more like pricks, to be honest with you, is his exact quote. Uh, I don't know if Vakanainen is going to be that guy, but we'd like him to develop into a shutdown guy that can be a little harder to play against. Uh, he wanted the whole decor to bring a little more of that, even though they're not by nature but as a sixum every night, like Charlie, when he brings it. Forboard has a harder style. Charlie McAvoy can certainly deliver uh, some booming checks, which he did last night. Um, but Cassidy wanted the Bruins to find that balance between like puck moving, responsible, limiting turnovers, but also being harder on uh, pucks. He said Forbort, who was scratched last night in particular, has to play a harder style. And he was scratched because he's been good on the kill, but Puck plays the other night against the Islanders was one of our worst. As a group back there, they need to execute better. 
value possession of the puck more, and obviously through the neutral zone as a forward group, limiting turnovers. So Vakaninen was back in the lineup last night, um, and Forbort was the odd man out. And um, Carlo, like I said, he did score, but he also did pretty well at keeping everything to the outside. There were times where they got in a bit of trouble behind the net, uh, but that's where they were all playing really hard, being assertive, physical, and they did a pretty good job limiting those opportunities. Definitely some room to grow, um, but there's some nastiness that needs to come out from there. Uh, and uh, Bruce Cassidy did say that uh, Brandon Carlo had a good game, not because he scored, but he seemed to be harder on pucks and plays below the goal line, things like that. That's the snarl. Move people out of the front of the net and end plays below the goal line when it's your opportunity. Big bear of the night, I'm going to give to Mike Riley, uh, who um, set up, or he had two assists in this one. Uh, I believe he set up the Brandon Carlo goal uh, from behind the net. Uh or he had a secondary assist on that one. And then he also had a secondary assist on the uh, David Pasternak winner. He also chipped in three shots, two hits, uh, limited his turnovers. I thought he played a pretty good game against his old team. Um, He did get banged up at one point, but was able to stay in the game. Um, You know, Riley, he rimmed the puck around behind the net for Coyle to um grab it he found carlo out front and uh you know coil sorry carlo is not much of a net front presence but it paid off in this one as he was able to uh find the back of the net uh for his fourth goal of the season so i guess overall you know it wasn't necessarily uh the prettiest game It wasn't necessarily one that you can look at with much confidence heading into tomorrow's game against the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, But the first goal of the night did come from Jake DeBrusque, who took a feed from Jack Stanika. Those two guys need to contribute, get going, provide some secondary scoring. Um, He also... Cassidy said uh, that he liked DeBrusque's game in this one. He was much more involved, competitive, hung on to pucks in the O-zone. He obviously has talent offensively. They've just been asking him to be more competitive. Um, He did a lot of that tonight, did a much better job than the other night or maybe in the past two or three games. And when he's doing that, he's a threat. That's all the Bruins have been asking him. They're comfortable with him out in the last minute. If that's the compete, you're going to get out of him. Uh, And that line did a pretty good job. Um, You know, DeBrusque was playing on the fourth line with Lazar and uh, Thomas, or was it Jack Stanika playing on the fourth line? Um, He also liked uh, Jack Stanika's game, to be honest. Uh, Stanika was the third line center last night. And, uh, you know, he's a guy that, Hasn't earned much praise, but uh, Cassidy said he also was involved 
Um, he did miss some plays. There were some opportunities for transition that he got behind Felino and Hala or didn't go tape to tape. But uh, he's around the puck, getting it to the right spot, and it's up to him to get comfortable in the NHL and make the necessary plays that he should make if he wants to be a consistent NHL player. Uh, good for him on the play to Jake. Made a nice touch pass to Halla at the start of the third, going to the back door. It's finding out when to shoot, when to make plays, um, whether he remains in the lineup in order to figure that out remains to be seen. It seems as though both Dabrusk and Stanika could be in line to be moved if the Bruins aren't fully uh committed to their games or think that they can play the kind of game that Bruce Cassidy wants. Um you know hitting smart with the puck um net front presence uh consistency high compete levels responsible without the puck these are all the things that Bruce Cassidy wants from his players and you know they got that from Jake last night not a consistent thing. Jack Stanika, a bit up and down. Uh, when Marchand comes back uh, for the road trip that begins in Seattle this week, who will be in, who will be out? Will Jake be traded before then? Who knows? Um, but there's going to be some decisions to make for sure. There was one trade made last night. Our old friend Nick Ritchie was traded by the Maple Leafs to the Coyotes for Ryan Dezingle and Ilya Labushkin. Uh, Arizona also received a conditional pick in the NHL draft. Uh, Richie recorded two goals and seven assists in 33 games with the Maple Leafs. Uh, he was also placed on waivers back in January. Um, Coyotes GM Doug Armstrong said, or sorry, Bill Armstrong said, um, if Richie can come in, and resurrect his career, buy into what the coaching staff uh, wants. He can be an impactful player. That's kind of what Maple Leafs were banking on, and that didn't happen either. Uh, so maybe the trade dominoes starting to fall here in the NHL. The Bruins will be back on the ice uh, tomorrow afternoon at home against the Colorado Avalanche. That's going to be a, a tough one for sure, especially without Martian in the lineup. Uh, we'll see if Jeremy Swayman gets the start again. He played very well against Ottawa. Seems to have the upper hand in net over Linus Allmark. I will try to record a podcast tomorrow after that game. That's why I wanted to get this bonus one in between the games. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for listening to this bonus podcast. And we'll talk to you again sometime after the Colorado game. Happy Sunday, friends. And thanks again for listening to Locked On Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Oh, good time.